Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. On to the reviews. Sharks v the Dragons. Mm. It's a derby. It's Thursday night. It's piss and rain. Nico Hines' hair is so wet. It's so <laughs> wet. I can't believe it was, it was already wet before it rained. He became Aquaman. He is the Aquaman. He's the real Aquaman. He'll love that. Uh, he came out. He slicked his hair with gallons of, uh, basically gallons of gel that make your hair wet. But it didn't affect his ball grip, though, which is interesting. Uh, you know what? He should bring out a Dax Wax, but for, obviously, the new generation. Because I'd buy it. I didn't even have long hair. I'd buy it. Uh, but Nico Hines comes Dax out. Wax. And he is now sitting equal third on the Dallium uh, leaderboard. And he was absolutely incredible. Uh, he's someone that, again, we have to remember, this guy wasn't even bought as a seven. He wasn't even bought as a seven. He was forced there because the other boys didn't seem to fit there. And he's come out. In a derby, after winning the week before, match-winning kick, comes out again and puts on that kind of performance. He's a gun. He is an absolute gun, especially for a guy that couldn't even get a run for the first few years of his career. Like, he sat on the bench for a whole grand final. Like, crazy, insane. Crazy. Yeah. Insane. Got a, the best story ever. Look, Sharkies, I know I've been high on them for uh, quite a while now. What, what do you reckon, Matt? Like, six, seven months now that I've been saying the Sharkies are... Yeah, pr- pretty much since John Morris got sacked and then they showed a bit of grit Last year, probably, yeah, middle, middle of last year, I reckon. Yeah, and they got Fitzgibbon, and I was yeah. like... And then once they got Dale, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, look, yeah, Sharkies look even better than I thought they would. I think the best thing about Hines is that, you know, we always worry when guys come out of the Melbourne system, are they going to be as good as what they were? Not only is he as good as he was, but he's lifting everyone else mm-hmm. around him. He is just... I can't believe how well coached they look and well structured they look. So it was pissing rain the other night mm. and all their plays that they're pulling off on both edges, they must be a nightmare to try and mark up against. Yeah, and absolutely. his kicking game, bro, like that was one of the best – well, it was the definitely the best kicking game performance of the round. Yeah. But that was the difference for me. I thought it was unbelievable. And I know he's done some work on that, but 
legit. Yeah. Like what you can, what I love watching Hines play is you can see that how seriously he's taken his role. Like mm. be, very often, young players will come through, they get their big contract, and they're like, "I'm a gun. I'm just going to keep being a gun or whatever." I feel like Nico Hines has truly been like. I've got this big contract, but with that comes massive responsibility. And he's gone out and done everything he can to be that guy. From he's hired a mental fitness coach. Uh, you know, how, how often have you ever heard a player that's going to a new club not hiring it because he needs it? He's already played incredibly. Hiring it because he knows the responsibility he now has, and he wants to be the best version of himself. And you can see it in every part of his game, from his kicking game to his passing to how involved he gets. He is truly like a professional to the to a T. Like, I, I guarantee he's probably training as much as any player in the NRL right now. Well, 100%. You know what agree. I mean? 100%. Uh, it's just incredible to watch. And the Sharkies, they look great. Now, the Dragons, yes, they did fall, fall away, but Sharkies right now are playing... Right now, if you just went off the first three rounds, I would say they are a top-four side standard-wise. Now, yep. long season ahead, but I would put them ahead of quite a lot of... You know, right now, you'd probably go Panthers, Knights and Sharks, or probably Sharkies above the, the Knights, you know what I mean? That's mm. how, that's how yeah, high, would, yeah. high they are up. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts about the game? Yeah, I thought Nico Hines, as you said, the other thing about him, 63 touches he had. Wow. Uh, like, he is just everywhere. And I remember watching him the, the week before on that play that they scored off to win the game. He took him down the right edge. He dropped it off. He then touched it three more times. The crab back along the field. Like I just, I love how involved he is. I think Will Kennedy has been unreal as well. That try saver on Ben Hunt. Yes. Um, wow. Kennedy just does things every week that no one talks about. Mm. I can't. He. I think he's such a good fullback, and he's so he's. I think probably him and Dill Edwards are probably the best value fullbacks. Oh, absolutely. In our game. Yeah. Uh, Will Kennedy's been incredible. And yeah, I agree. I have this Shark side as a top four team at the moment. I know it's early and I know that it's a long season, but they've already lost Wade Graham. They lost Cam McInnes. Mm. I mean, it hasn't... They, they missed Connor Tracy early. It's not like they haven't already been up against it. Mm. Teague, that's like they've already had to bring in Sivitalikai into the back row. Like... Mm. They've already faced injuries and overcome them. Once they get their full squad, mm. Wade Graham isn't in this team yet. I know. Yeah, Wade Graham, their captain. That's crazy. The captain. Uh, another guy I want to shout out, Braley. He has just gone to a whole new level. There was one set that... So you guys will probably remember this set where they score the try, but basically the intricacies of what he did where he went uh, short ball to a forward, short ball to a forward the other side, short ball to... And you're kind of thinking, bro, this is shit footy like why do you keep doing this but all he was doing is bringing everyone in bringing everyone in and then on the fourth player he puts in that grubber when he has that short ball again the defense rushes up thinking fuck we've got to compress rush up to stop them from scoring puts a grubber in they score a try that was a a set a set set so that would have been called by Braley. let's do the set and it, it involved no one else except for Braley and forwards that's it mm. and i just think that the maturity to be able to, in the middle of a game, understand we're on the line. Most most hookers, very easy to step back and go, look, I've got Nico Hines there. I've got uh, Moyle on the other side. Look, I'll just let them do it. But he's gone, nah, give me the ball. I'm going to go right of the post. Left of the post, right of the post, left of the post, grub in behind. I, I just think that he's – like sometimes players' career can be like this. I just think he's slowly just getting better and okay. better every single week. And I think the beauty of it this year, we spoke about it, Jaden Beryl's arrived there. Yeah. Blake Braley's always been the guy there. He knows that he, the hooker's has always been here. Now that there's another genuine gun in that squad, I think it's pushed him to the level 
that we've all been waiting it's for. So good. So they good. need him to perform. We actually seen three of those tries this week. I was going to bring it up. So like for people's insight, there's there is a call that goes out when the when the fullback is caught in the liner at marker. Yeah. Okay. But to identify him caught at marker and then come through, there was I think there was three or four mm. of those lead line forward tries with the grubber. Whether that is like you said a set play that they're identifying mm. before, but I know from experience you're looking at fullbacks who mm. get caught in the line Town or get end, caught Town's at marker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a thing, and there's there's calls in place that. So I think we're going to see that more often. But I agree for them to succeed, they're going to need him. But my big standout was. Hey, talent guy. He's, he's a beast. A freak. Yeah, he's a beast. I was looking at him just going, how, first of all, how are you in a second row? Yeah. And then, mate, he was he just got to the point where he was taking the piss that much. He was catching overhead bombs for tries. Like, he, he was man of the match for me. He was a joke. Like, just killed it. Yeah, oh, he was a beast. Especially, Dragons came out really aggressive. Like, mm. really aggressive. And they, they are the most aggressive pack for they're, me. They're, they're massive. Like, their in line's defense, been, absolutely. Because Hook's all about dominating. It's However crazy. you can do it. Uh and so what I loved about Talakai is it's very easy for big players like him, you know, at the end of the game when the ruck's loose, everyone's a bit tired, they become heroes. It was actually his first 30 where he really laid the platform for uh, the Sharkies because the, the Dragons probably, I reckon they out-enthused him the first few sets, just energy-wise. And the, the amount of times like Talakai would take a hit up and then just release a bunch of pressure, uh, he was massive in the first 30. So I totally agree. It was probably one of his better games. Uh, he just matured. We, we saw we finally saw the Talakai, the best version of him. We've seen like glimpses. Uh, if he puts it together, he can be a top ten forward. Yeah, he's one hundred percent of that game. I mean, he's always had it in him. He's just mm. consistency is just his, his worry so far. And he's he's a guy that you know we've spoken about before. He's had to go around the hard way. Got brushed by South. He was at Newtown. He played reserve grade for three years before the Sharks picked him up. I love guys like that. Mm, absolutely. Uh, a few other little points that I've got here. Uh, Sharks really lost their way once uh, Brayley went off. Mm. Shows you how important he is around the ruck. Uh, Trindle looked really rusty. I think that Trindle probably needs a couple of games in reserve grade just to get the flow back in things. I was really high on Trindle. I thought that um, it's just really hard as a bench player when you're normally a six or a seven to come on and play 14. It's much harder than pe people think, oh, it's footy. Just get out there, tackle, pass the ball around. It's, it's way more complicated than that. And I think that they're probably going to be best served with Trindle in reserve grade leading a team around until, you know, if Matt Moylan's form drops or injuries or whatever, and then bring him in. I just don't think you get the value out of him bringing him off at 14, especially when you've got such a stacked bench already. Uh, I thought uh, Nico uh, Hines' try saver on Suli with uh, a minute to go and they're 36-12 up. Unreal. Like, it's just unreal. His attitude's incredible. Um, yeah, I, I just – it was such a complete performance. Probably one of the most complete performances by the Sharks in, a, in a quite a while. And it's just – it's just so good to see the Sharks. They've just got such a good foundation. And their cap isn't even that tight right now. You know, they're going to lose players that aren't even in their real top 17 or, you know, top 13 at least. They're just in such a good position. And I think that the tough years, the last five years of the salary cap uh, issues and then losing Bronson Sherry, losing the Morris, all that kind of stuff, I think it's actually really uh, done them wonders and given them a grit that they may not have had if things were easy. Uh, but, yeah, incredible by, by the Sharkies. Uh, I agree with you. Will Kennedy is uh, fantastic. Ikevalu, outside of one or two errors, I thought he was, you know, really good for them. Uh, made a couple of line breaks, heaps of tackle breaks. Um, I, I just think it was interesting as well with the Sharks that first 10 minutes, they withstood a lot of pressure from the Dragons. But uh, we have to speak about the Dragons. What did you guys think about the Dragons? Yeah, I thought, unfortunately, the Jaden Sua Simbin. Yeah, that's... Uh, I must decided this one to some mm. extent. Uh, mate, it was, I think it was in the 18th minute. It was nil all at this point. 
uh, at halftime. I think the Sharks went up 18-0 up. So uh, it had a massive influence. As it should I? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a tough one. I mean... Honestly, like, a lot of people disagree with it. I think last week was an absolute joke that he got sent for 10. Absolute joke. But unfortunately, I, I do think it was a correct call. To, that was with force. They kept saying, like, Dale Finucane ducked into it. It's like he's bumping. Like yeah, he, he, he has that forward lean, but still no excuse. Like, yeah. if, if Dale Finucane's running at you, he's got a forward lean, you got to get lower. You Absolutely. And also, like, he, he's, it's, going like that to bump is very different. To, do you know what I mean? Mm. To ducking like that. Like, going like that is almost expected. Um, now, it's, I, I feel sorry for Sewer, but I, I did think it was 10 in the bin. Like, I, I really did. I, I agree, and if that's going to be the call from now on, we have to stick with it. But yeah. I feel like if that was Matt Moylan that made that shot, mm. I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure if he goes. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, I agree. That's a fair point. Um, you, so you feel Sewer kind of starting to get a bit of a target? Oh, on I think there, you know, and it's been the reality in rugby league for a long time. There are guys that get targeted yeah. to some extent, and I think he's one of them. As I said, if Moyser makes that shot with Fanukin sort of leaning into it, I probably don't think that call happens. See, I just think – I agree with you. That's a good point uh, that there's a chance that he wouldn't get sent. But I think whoever makes a shot, that, that specific shot, I do think it's 10 in the bin. Like, it's dangerous. Yeah, it should be. You're yeah. going for the risky shot. Didn't come off. Uh, it's just in today's game, like if you take us back a few years, I'd be like, look, it's footy, give a penalty, we move on. Fanukin, sweet, he's up, he's all good. But I think in today's game, again, last week was ridiculous. This week, I can kind of understand where the rest are coming from. But I do agree with you, there does seem he's not going to get any breaks. Like the, the refs are not going to give him any breaks. Someone needs to have a word to him. Like games yeah. are won and lost off the back of these simbins. Don't, don't curb your aggression because I love the way he plays. But yeah. I think it was noted there's been like over 24 points scored in his two simbins. Like, you're losing the game for them, mm. man. It's not your intention, but yeah. you need to dial it back somehow, especially with how hard they're going on simbins. Yeah. Yep. It's, yeah, it's just a tough reality of the situation we're in right now. I agree with you. I don't want to see him fully dial it back. I, I do want to keep his aggression, but if you're going for a big play like that, I guess you've just got to weigh up the... You've just got to be so sure about it, so sure that you're not going to hit the head. Um, now, there was, I guess, a bit of controversy because later in the game, I don't know who it was, but there was another head high. And Jesse people, Ramian. Jesse Ramian. Did he get sent off? Sent for 10? No. No. But there was, they, they did eventually get someone sent for 10, though, didn't they? Yeah, for feeder eventually. For feeder yeah. eventually. So I can understand Dragon's frustration of, like, this is two weeks 78th now. 78th minute or something. Yeah. Though, so. This is two weeks now. We've had Sinbin. The first one was ridiculous. I think we all agree it was ridiculous. But it's two weeks in a row where, you know, Incorrect calls and you could argue tough calls have really affected the result. So I can understand why Dragons fans feel a bit frustrated, especially when later in the match there's a not as bad but similar-ish head high and he doesn't get sent for 10. Mm. I can understand Dragons fans' frustration. And I think it gets really tough for defenders too. Like a guy like Dale, as you said, he, he braces up like this and all of a sudden the ball is that far away from his head. Mm. I mean, if Sewer goes low and chops him and he offloads, the coach says to Sewer, what the fuck We have to doing? reward low, low, low tackles, in my opinion. Yeah, but how, how do you do it? Do I, you I reckon it? you allow him to just hold on to the like, legs for an le extra couple of seconds or something. Like the way that guys offload now, yeah, though, it's hard. It's, it's so hard to – you have to wrap the ball up or you're playing second-phase footy and then you're on the back foot for the rest of the set. Yeah, no, nah, no, I agree. It's a, it's a tough – we've got ourselves in a tough situation where – 
But the, th- the thing as well, though, like even with this crackdown, I, I still believe that could have been 10 of the bin before the crackdown. Like I, it was quite yeah. forceful and it did hit, like fully Shoulder hit his head. head. Contact, yeah. That's been around for a while, for sure. Um, but I don't know what the answer is. And I can understand why the Dragons would be frustrated. Uh, now, outside of that, the Dragons, look, the first half, until that point, they looked good. They looked mm. strong. They looked solid. I thought Benny Hunt was playing a good game of footy. Uh, Zach Lomax, wow. Ah. He's so Silky good. A. He's so good. Every game, you're like, nah, there's no way that he's going to flick pass away. They've, they would have watched a million hours of video on him, and he still just hides it so well. He just like, it just comes out of nowhere, boom, and it's straight on his wingers. It's just, yeah, I'm such a fan of Lomax. So I've got a question for you, bro. I was thinking about this. It was something for someone else, but for Lomax, mm. one player in the NRL you could pull out of a team that hasn't had success, who would it be? And put mm. him in, you know, your Roosters, your Storm, your Panthers. Oh. He's one of them. Yeah, he's, oh, he's like, absolutely I'd just love to see what happens. The other one I thought of that made me trigger this question was Herbie. Yeah. I just like he's just done his apprenticeship at the Broncos yeah. and just doing that shit. Yeah. Like, who would you? Well, I mean, Payne Haas is a good one. Like, yeah, fuck, imagine him down. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! Um, the sky's the limit when you start to pull those players out of those yeah, um, struggling teams. Oh. You and Aitken are be another good one too. Yeah, to see how he's never been in club. a top shelf side. Take him out. Yeah, Zach, Zach Lomax for me is just it's uh, he's just. Any centre today that's a New South Welshman, it's just like, fuck, sorry, bro. Well, there's going to yeah. be so many good centres that are going to miss out on... Like, yep. I just can't see a world where Bradman Best, Lomax, Stephen Crichton, where are they all going to fit into these rep teams? Yeah, maybe Tony, on the wing. Like, like, it's just... There's so many talented guys that you just know it's, you're not going to get a gig. Mm. It's tough. It's... Uh, yeah, especially when they're such good players. Uh, outside of that, the Dragons... Um, what is yeah. the bird, bro? I thought I thought it was yeah. a bit of a coming out game for him. I was watching him going, "Is this the right move?" Him second row. I thought he had a much better game, much well, improved. The thing with bird is he's been doing this for a couple of years. Like mm. he just imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I don't know. He just doesn't get the, I guess, um, what's the word, like, you know certain players, like, they, they, they have hype and they die off for a bit. They get injured or whatever. Mm. And they never seem to be able to get that hype again, even if they're playing really good footy. Like, I would argue his footy right now is similar-ish to his footy when he was at the Sharks. You know, his numbers probably stuck up the same. Uh, so it, Bird's a really interesting one. I, I agree too. I thought he was fantastic. Yeah. And what I love nice about game. Bird is like he takes it to every team. Like every time he plays, he's ripping and tearing. Mm. Um, and I think that like if he gets through this season, the argument of, oh, he's injury prone or whatever kind of dissipates. Like, you know, he may get injured, injured again, but I think people are hesitant to get on the Bird bandwagon just because they're like, oh, he may get injured soon because he had those couple of years at the Broncos. Mm. But yeah, I agree. There's very rarely a game when Bird plays in the drag for the Dragons and he's not in their top five players. So I agree. I thought Bird was really good uh, as well. I think the whole injury thing's hard with Bird as well because he's got um, 
Yeah, that does. Uh, he's got like some disease with his bones yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's like I remember when he when he like I, I used to reckon he's the best junior I've ever seen. Jack mm. Bird, he was unbelievable. But they were saying that I remember when he was like 15, 16, They were saying he might only play till he's twenty five, mm. twenty six. So I think they were saying that even when he started playing in a Yeah, role. like he's got. I don't know what it is. You'd, you'd have to do. It's a form race. of arthritis. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Fuck. How tough you got to be to play, to play through that shit? But like that, they reckon that when he was young, the Dragons had to spend a heap of money just to get him on the field when he was sixteen or really? so. Yeah. Wow. Pretty incredible that he's been able to. Oh mate, considering what he's been through, the other shit he's had to face. Yeah. Like it's not that long ago he was a fullback doing his ACL for the Broncos. Yeah. Mm. Uh, true. Now, reportedly, you don't know how you know accurate it is, but reportedly the Eels have pulled their offer for Jack Bird. The reports are. Can you check this, though, Matt? Is that they've pulled it because Britain Nakora may be on the market? Uh, thoughts, if that is true, and where do you think Bird will end up? Tough. I think <clears throat> there's a potential. Does he want to leave? I think he wants to stay, but yeah. like so. So he, from his perspective, he's, he's doing himself like he's, you know he's doing himself a favour yes. by playing the way he is. So his perspective was, and he came out. So the initial uh, leaks and reports and sources was that basically they put an offer to him. Uh, and he was like just out, you know, testing the market and almost, I guess, they felt like, well, if you're going to stuff us around, we'll pull the contract. But from his perspective, he said, I just want to clear the air. They offered me a contract and I, they said, I've got five days to sign it. And he felt like, bro, I need more than five days to think of such a big life decision. And, and that's absolutely true. Yeah. And so, and I can see that happening now. Who do you believe? I don't, I don't know, but... I have a tendency to believe the player. Obviously, I'm a player. I'm, I'm going to be biased towards him. I can't see why Jack would be lying about that. It is a regular negotiation tactic by clubs to basically pressure you to go, oh, fuck, all right. If, if I don't... Because think about it. If you're Jack Bird and you've been through everything he's been through, what if he gets injured the next week? Mm. You know, what if, what if he doesn't sign that contract and he gets injured? So, you know, clubs... And the clubs are just doing what's best for themselves. So I totally understand it. They're going, let's play on that insecurity and get him for you know, what we feel he is, which is part of negotiations. Exactly right. Negotiations are all about playing on each other's insecurities. It's just the way it is. Um, but apparently the Dragons have come back to the table. So it's just a very, you know, when you pull a contract, but then come back and put it back on it, I don't know, does that send a good message going forward in negotiations? Are you going to have other players turn around and go, well, I know you're going to come back. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're not firm with it. Uh, but I'm sure there's way more to it that we don't know about. I think he probably will stay at the Dragons. I think they... For now, it's my understanding that he was offered uh, a reduced amount, and that he's happy-ish with that amount. Uh, I think that he probably will stay for that reduced amount, and I think the Dragons probably do need him at the moment. What do you got there, Matt? Yeah, pretty much everything you said is right. He, he, apparently, the Dolphins are interested, but um, I'm reading that he doesn't really want to move out of New South Wales, and the Dragons officials seem to be confident. This is all reportedly, obviously, mm. seem to be confident to to be re-signing him. But you were right. Um, the Eels are now looking at, uh, looking at Britain Nakora. Yeah, so... You don't blame him, but... I yeah. think if all things go well for Bird, he stays there. I, I, I think it's a good move for him. I like it. Oh, I, I think he should stay there as well. Yeah. I think he should I, absolutely stay there. Yeah. Oh, I'd personally love to see him go somewhere where he's going to be the 13. Mm. I think at Parramatta, if they were to sign him and play him at lock... Yeah, that could like, work. I, 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 I think he is a lock forward, but I personally think Jack DeBellin is more suited to playing 13 at the Dragons, which mm. is where it gets difficult, so... yeah. Yeah, I, I like. I look at the way that like a Jordan Rapana, how he was playing for the drag, how he was playing for the Raiders the other night, and like Bird's got that same sort of. I just play off my head. I'm unpredictable. Yeah. I can just bounce off. Just let him roam. Mm. I reckon, like in a Parramatta side, that might be something that they're 
they're missing. They've got so many like-for-like um, forwards in that pack and in that back row. Throw a bird in there as your wild card. Help those halves out. I reckon it could be anything there. No, I agree with that, actually. Him at 13 with, with that pack around him, he would actually be quite dangerous and probably add that extra dimension yep. that they have. It clearly, the, the Eels don't see him as a 13. I, I, like, it's hard. I, I thought he was a 13, but he played a few games there and it just didn't seem to work for him. I, I, he probably has to suit a specific type of play, I think. Maybe have a really dominant half that he just steps in now and then to help him out. Uh, but yeah, interesting times. I, I think he'll stay. I think he'll stay. I think it's good for both, both parties. Uh, now, uh, so Dragons, look, tough loss. I think this is going to be... The, the, they lost a player for 10, so it's very hard to measure mm. how they would have gone with that player on the field. So I, I wouldn't be too upset as Dragons fans. Yes, it was a blowout in the end, but at the end of the day, they lost a player for 10 minutes and they were absolutely in the match. I think this is what we're going to kind of see from the Dragons, just like gritty performances. Hopefully no one gets sent 10. Uh, I still have them as a smoky for the eight, but they probably went down just a tad in my, um, I guess, my opinion of them pushing into that eight. Um, especially when you've got teams like the Knights and the Sharks looking so good with, you know, the Rabbitohs also, ba- you know, bouncing back into form. All of a sudden that eight is starting to get quite crowded. Uh, so... I wouldn't be too worried as Dragons fans. You lost a player for 10. You've been really unlucky the cut past two weeks. The good thing is is we can at least see an identity at the Dragons, I think. Very aggressive forward pack, work for each other. So interesting times, interesting times. Not, not the end of the world, though, not at all. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.